Section 14 of Poems of American History The Colonial Era This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano Newport Ritchie, Florida Poems of American History The Colonial Era Chapter 3 The Settlement of Virginia Part 5 In the early part of the 18th century, pirates did a thriving trade along the American coast. One of the most redoubtable of these was Captain Teach, better known as Blackbeard. After a long career of variegated villainy, he was cornered in Pamlico Inlet in 1718 and killed, together with most of his crew, by a force sent after him by Governor Spottiswood of Virginia. His death was celebrated in a ballad said to have been written by Benjamin Franklin. The Downfall of Piracy November 22 1718 will you hear of a bloody battle lately fought upon the seas it will make your ears to rattle and your admiration cease have you heard of teach the rover and his knavery on the main how of gold he was a lover how he loved all ill-got gain when the act of grace appeared captain teach with all his men unto carolina steered where they kindly used him then there he'd married to a lady and gave her five hundred pound but to her he proved unsteady for he soon marched off the ground and returned as i tell you to his robbery as before burning sinking ships of value filling them with purple gore when he was at carolina there the governor did send to the governor of virginia that he might assistance lend then the man-of-war's commander two small sloops he fitted out fifty men he put on board sir who resolved to stand it out the lieutenant he commanded both the sloops and you shall hear how before he landed he suppressed them without fear valiant maynard as he sailed soon the pirate did espy with his trumpet he then hailed and to him they did reply captain teach is our commander maynard said he is the man who i am resolved to hang sir let him do the best he can teach replied unto maynard you no quarter here shall see but be hanged on the mainyard, you and all your company. Maynard said, I none desire of such knaves as thee and thine. None I'll give, Teach then replied, my boys, give me a glass of wine. He took the glass and drank damnation unto Maynard and his crew, to himself and generation, then the glass away he threw. Brave Maynard was resolved to have him, 
though he'd cannons nine or ten teach a broadside quickly gave him killing sixteen valiant men maynard boarded him and to it they fell with sword and pistol too they had courage and did show it killing of the pirate's crew teach and maynard on the quarter fought it out most manfully maynard's sword did cut him shorter losing his head he there did die every sailor fought while he sir power had to wield the sword not a coward could you see sir fear was driven from aboard wounded men on both sides fell sir twas a doleful sight to see nothing could their courage quell sir oh they fought courageously when the bloody fight was over were informed by a letter writ teach's head was made a cover to the jackstaff of the ship thus they sailed to virginia and when they the story told how they killed the pirates many they'd applause from young and old benjamin franklin on the twenty-second day of february seventeen thirty two february twelve o s there was born in westmoreland county virginia a son to augustine and mary ball washington the baby was christened george and lived to become the most famous personage in american history from potomac to merrimack february eleventh seventeen thirty two one potomac side do you know how the people of all the land knew at last that the time was at hand when he should be sent to give command to armies and people to father and son how the glad tidings of joy should run which tell of the birth of washington three women keep watch of the midnight sky where potomac ripples below they watch till the light in the window hard by the birth of the child should show is it peace is it strife is it death is it life the light in the window shall show weal or woe we shall know the women have builded a signal pile for the birthday's welcome flame that the light may show for many a mile to tell when the baby came and south and north the word go forth that the boy is born on that blessed morn the boy of deathless fame two signal fires the watchmen have waited on capitol hill and they light the signal flame and at baltimore bay they waited till the welcome tidings came and then across the starlit night at the head of elk the joyful light told to the quaker town the story of new-born life and coming glory to trenton ferry and brooklyn height they sent the signal clear and bright and far away before the day to catskill and greylock the joyful flame and everywhere the message came as the signal flew the people knew 
that the man of men was born. 3. Mary Mac sighed, and Agiochuk. So it is, they say, that the men in the bay, in winter's ice and snow, see the welcome light on Wachuset height, while the Merrimack rolls below. The cheery fire rose higher and higher. Munanak and Carrigan catch the flame, and on and on and on it came, and as men look far away in the north, the word goes forth to Agiochuk, the welcome fire flashed higher and higher to our mountain ways, and the dome and moat and Pequaquet blaze. So the farmers in the intervale see the light that shall never fail, the beacon light which shines to tell to all the world to say that the boy has been born on that winter's morn by Potomac far away, whose great command shall bless that land whom the land shall bless in joy and distress for ever and a day. Edward Everett Hale End of Section 14